Want to know the single most important thing you can do to strengthen your immune system? Improve your gut health. More and more studies demonstrate the important relationship between gut health and healthy immunity, as well as the ability to have consistent energy and mental clarity. Ahara Botanics is our personal line of products, including probiotics to support gut health, digestive enzymes to support digestion and nutrient absorption, and proteolytic enzymes to support healthy joint and muscle function, tissue recovery, and circulation. Visit aharabotanics.com and use the promo code HEALTHY10 to get 10% off your first order now. That's aharabotanics.com with promo code HEALTHY10. In Chinese medicine, wind is considered to be an underlying factor in all diseases, which is why we are going to continue our discussion of this important topic. In the last episode, we talked about preventing and transforming the factor of wind through dietary changes. And in this episode, we're going to focus on how you can mitigate the effects of wind in your life through movement practices. So as we've talked about in the past, wind is generated when there's too much, or you could say excessive yang qi activity in the body, which could be an expression of too much yang qi activity of the brain. You know, your just brain is acting too much, it's too active. And that's overstimulating the nervous system. So if you do too much of pretty much anything, this can cause wind to stir up. Of course, there is the external wind as well that can internalize over time. So if you spend a lot of time in windy weather, this can start to move and change you internally. Or I've even had patients who uh, had their desk underneath uh, an air vent. Right, like, like air, air, conditioning. air conditioning. And developed uh, neck pathology, stiff mm-hmm. neck, pain, headaches. Yeah, so one of the easiest things you can do if you tend to be in windy weather or don't, or don't have a lot of control over these factors is you can always wear a scarf. Make sure that you're well covered to prevent wind from entering your body. But you pretty much can't just sit under a, a fan like that. Right. That's why, <laughs> that's why actually in feng shui, having a fan over your bed is, is considered a bad chi and, and could create uh, health problems of all kinds. to the Natural Healing Podcast, the show designed to guide, inspire, and empower you to elevate your health so you can achieve your goals and dreams. We are your hosts, Dr. Satara Moafi and Salvador Cephalou, a husband and wife team of acupuncturists and owners of A Center for Natural Healing, an integrative wellness clinic based in the heart of Silicon Valley. We're here to make the ancient wisdom of healing practical and accessible for your modern lifestyle. Today I wanted to talk uh, about movement and to talk about wind. We were getting into how even excessive movement can create wind. And what's interesting is wind is considered the pathology of the wood element, which relates to the liver and the gallbladder. And we talked about in our last episode how weakness of the liver 
the liver doesn't have enough blood, then that dryness can generate wind, irritate the nerves. The nerves aren't getting proper support, nourishment to function properly. And that reminds me of the concept of the five taxations that we have in Chinese medicine. Each of the organ systems, there's a particular activity that's associated with them when done in excess causes a taxation on that system. And for the liver, that taxation comes as a result of excess physical movement. So if you're doing, let's say, a lot of walking or running or, you know, going to the gym too much, any sort of activity that's overdone physically is going to dry up the blood. It's going to deplete those resources and it's going to cause the tendons to stiffen up because they're not being nourished by the blood. And that's going to cause those symptoms of wind that we discussed in the previous episode. And those wind symptoms can throw you off balance physically and emotionally. So you can experience physically cramping, tightness of the muscles and tendons, spasms. You can experience vertigo or dizziness, but you can also mentally start to feel more spacey or less grounded as that wind starts to stir up in the mind. Right. And since we're talking about wind as an expression of too much yang qi, yang qi is going to depend on yin as a fuel because yin's the substance, yang is the power. And so you can see how just if you're just overly active, not getting enough rest, then the yin gets exhausted. And that's why as we get older and just naturally the body starts to dry up, then these things occur more easily later on in life. So to get a better understanding of yin and yang on a physiological level, think of the front of your body as the yin and the back of your body as the expression of yang. And so the energy has to, you could think of it as far as in terms like the energy moving up the spine and activating the brain, and that's going to stimulate your limbs to move. So that's an expression of yang qi. And yin is more about like gathering because you want to gather into the front. You want to gather to support your resources so you can have a greater expression of yang chi. Now, what's often the case is that people, they're often too stiff in the back. You know, the extensor muscles along the spine are really tight. And so then that yang chi is just jammed up. And so if you have like stagnation of that yang chi, then what's going to happen? It's not going to be able to move the yin chi in the front. So you end up like this like tightness, front and back tightness. Now, of course, that's one extreme. You could have the opposite where you just have a lot of flaccidity so that yang chi is weak. There's a lot of weakness of the back muscles. And then you're going to have a weakness of the front of the body as well, the front muscles and just the soft tissues will be all saggy. So that's like a deficiency. And then too much tension is like this excess energy that's all jammed up. Now, it's really interesting because when we're walking, that yang chi is moving to propel us forward. And one of the things I often do to try to, because I have more like stagnation of yang chi, so tightness in my back, I often will walk backwards or I will like jog lightly backwards. Mm -hmm. I'm usually out in the field doing this. So I'm not going to, you know, bump into a tree or <laughs> trip over a curb or run into people. And what's interesting is if you 
pay attention to when you're, if you take a, a little stroll, if you pick up your pace, is to pay attention to your breathing. So very often, I think it, people will notice that when they're like jogging or walking fast, they're often inhaling with their back tight. So how do you know if your back is tight? Well, one of the telltale signs is that you are going to have what they call lord, a lordosis in your lumbar spine. So your spine is going to be very curved. And you could th imagine like your sacrum and your tailbone being lifted off the ground. So if you, if you arch, your, you're, you're basically arching yourself as you're walking. And just as you're doing that, what are you also doing? You're tipping you know, the front of your body down. So you could exaggerate that and just see what it feels like moving when you are like inhaling and arching your back. It's like everything's getting jammed up. You can't move freely. You can't move at your optimum ability. And you feel like you're kind of always trying to move and go somewhere, but not really making progress the way that you would want. You often see this with people who are under high stress situations or who are, you know, caught in Go, go, go. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, caught with like their sympathetic nervous system overactivated. They'll literally arch their back while they walk and just like walk with their kind of pushing their chest and belly yeah. forward. Right. And when you see them, you know, in terms of how they live their lives, they always feel rushed. And defensive. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're arching your chest. I mean, you're arching your back, you're extending your chest mm -hmm. and you're just like pushing the world away. You know, it's, it's an aggressive stance. It's an aggressive stance, but it's like you're moving with the brakes on is what I'm trying to get at. Yes. Because you really can't move very well that way. And what's that going to do? It's going to generate frustration. Your body's going to, you're going to feel frustrated moving your body. You're going to feel just frustrated in your life if you're moving through life in this fashion. Exactly. So I wanted to suggest today that if you find that you have this type of pattern where you're really stiff in the, in the, in the back, especially in that lumbar spine, to try to walk backwards. And if you can, even practice skipping backwards a little bit, you know, lightly jogging backwards. But here's the trick. If you do that and you focus on your inhale, you're going to feel like you're going to fall over. So when, you, when you're walking backwards, if you want to be more stable, inhale up through the front of your body. So you're basically, I imagine that I'm drawing energy from kidney one, the bubbling spring, this point at the sole of the foot, so right behind the ball of the foot. And you imagine as you inhale, you're literally like pushing your big toe into the ground and your toes are kind of grasping the earth chi. So as you draw that energy up the front of your body, imagine you're coming, the energy is coming up the inside of your legs into the lower belly. And then you can have the energy also coming down the front of your body into the lower belly. So you have like this unification of energy into your lower belly. But it's all your focus is gathering energy in the front. When you're ready to exhale, as you're moving backwards, you're now exhaling, but you're relaxing the back of your body. So your legs are getting lighter, your hips are getting lighter, your arms and your shoulders are getting lighter. So you're releasing the back with your exhale, you'll notice you can start picking up your pace because you're gathering this energy as you're moving with your inhale. And then as you're exhaling, 
you are relaxing and you start to really be able to move in a balanced way going backwards. It's a good practice because we're always moving forwards mm -hmm. in life. So that was one tip that I wanted to suggest to help people learn how to balance yin and yang on a physiological level, which is going to help uh, regulate the chi flow of the yin and yang. And that's going to ameliorate the excessive expression of yang chi in the form of wind, which is causing a lot of chaos in our lives and inflammatory problems and neurological problems and the brain is on fire kind of situations. Well, you talked about how to release the tension in the back, especially in the lower back, but there's also a tendency to accumulate a lot of tension and wind in the neck and upper back. So I know that you have a really creative way of releasing that tension as well. Well, regarding releasing tension in the neck and shoulders, a system that I like to employ is a system I learned from one of my Japanese teachers. I went to a Japanese acupuncture school. And he studied with a doctor who developed a system called Sotai, Dr. Keizo Hashimoto. And Dr. Hashimoto was a regular MD. And what he found back in the mid-1970s was how tension in the body and abnormal structural imbalances and muscle function imbalances, how it impeded healing and he, how he, he found how when you improve that, a person's healing improved for, you know, just in general, you know, for any kind of condition. So he developed a really simple system, calls it Sotai, and it was really kind of a play on terms because Taiso means exercise. So this was like the anti-exercise or the movement to really kind of like undo the stress induced by exercise. And uh, one of the, the other phrases that they used to describe his system of, of therapy was the comfortable medicine. Because the idea is you always are moving towards a direction of ease. So you're not moving towards, re, towards where there's resistance in the body. And that gets us to wind, right? Because as our teacher Jeffrey Yuan always says, wind is an expression of resistance in your life. Yes, whether it's resistance to change or resisting anything that feels, you know, comfortable or uncomfortable, I should say. And we do that with we make that physical stress with our bodies when we exercise on a regular basis. We're always taught that you should push and, you know, challenge yourself and push yourself to the point of almost pain and, you know, difficulty, whereas this form of medicine, so tai is the opposite of that. You're actually moving to create more ease even during the time that you're doing the movement. It's not like you push physically and then you relax. It's like the whole exercise is a relaxation. Right. And it's really just kind of the yin to the yang, right? Because, you know, everything has its place. I mean, weightlifting is so important, you know, increasing that pressure in the body really helps strengthen your bones, you know, you know obviously strengthens your muscles and tendons. It's the excess, right? And wind is when there's an excessive amount of pressure in the body. And so... Well, and like you said earlier about how people walk, you know, it's it's okay to walk with your back arched once in a while, but if this is your lifestyle, this is where it's going to create a problem. Right, and you're not breathing properly. Exactly. So you're just jamming that energy up. 
And in terms of stiffness in the, the neck and shoulders, that energy gets jammed at the base of the occipital ridge, the bottom, the, the base of the cranial bone, basically. In fact, there's a point, Gallbladder 20, called the, the pooling of wind. That's where wind just like gathers. And so it's really a critical point to relax and to release that area, to release the wind, the pressure. And so it's very powerful to relax stiffness in the neck, stiffness in the shoulders, uh, headaches, you know, eye strain. All of that will be impacted by that wind, that tightening up at the back of the head. Most of us, I'm sure, have had some experience of that. Oh, definitely. So how do we do that? Well, Dr. Hashimoto gave us a really simple idea. So let's say, so what I want you to do is sit on the edge of a chair. And so you don't want your, the back of your, your, you don't want the back of the chair touching your back. So you just want to be at the edge of the chair and just let yourself relax. Put your hands on your lap. Uh, take a couple of breaths. Let your shoulders relax. Try to just soften everything up. And now take a breath. And as you breathe out, I want you to rotate your head to the right. So you're going to just Inhale, breathe out your mouth. And as you come back, you could inhale and breathe out, moving to your left. So upon moving to your left and your right, you now want to evaluate what was the easier direction. Well, for me, it was moving to my right was clearly more comfortable and I moved with less strain than I did when I moved into the left direction. Everybody's going to have a different direction. So that's the exercise. So that... You generally will do five repetitions of this in the easy direction each time. And then after five times, you evaluate the movement to the opposite side where you felt resistance. So now let's prepare to do this together. So all you got to do is sit relaxed in your chair, take a deep breath. As you breathe out, I want you to rotate to the side that you felt most comfortable. At the very end, I want you to hold your breath, stretch a little bit into that direction, and then relax your, release your breath and relax your muscles kind of spontaneously, like that, where you just kind of like relax everything. Again, inhale, breathe out. As you move into the comfortable direction, so the same direction, breathing all the way out, move as far as you can. Now inhale, stretch a little more, hold your breath, release everything all at once. Come back to center. Inhale, breathing out, rotate to the comfortable direction for a third time. At the end, inhale, stretch a little more, Hold, release, everything all at once. Come back to center. Inhale, breathe out, moving to the comfortable direction for the fourth time. At the end, inhale, stretch a little further. Hold your breath, release. Releasing your shoulders, releasing everything, coming back to center. Inhale one more time. Exhale as you move to the comfortable direction for the fifth time. At the end, inhale, stretch a little bit more and release. 
So now you're back at the center position. Inhale and just comfortably explore movement to the opposite side where you felt resistance. So I did that as you were instructing it. And wow, I opened up so much. My easy direction was the right. Yeah. And now my left feels almost the same as the right. Yeah. I love those so-tie exercises. Yeah. And what's even crazier was that I didn't want to move my voice away from the microphone. So I basically just did it with my imagination and I felt a freedom of movement. <laughs> More balanced after just imagining doing that I love activity. that. So you see how powerful that is, even using your mind? Definitely. Yeah. Amazing. Balancing your yin and yang energies can shift mental, physical, and emotional patterns that would otherwise lead to accelerated aging, illness, and disease. The microcosmic and macrocosmic orbit meditations help circulate energy through the primary source channels of yin and yang, known as the Dew and Ren meridians, to bring greater clarity and vitality throughout your life. For a limited time, you can purchase my one-of-a-kind guided introduction to both of these Taoist meditations for just $36. Visit our online store at acenterfornaturalhealing.com forward slash shop to begin your transformation through the microcosmic and macrocosmic orbit meditations. That's acenterfornaturalhealing.com forward slash shop. And the other thing I think is worth mentioning is that when you do these kinds of movements where you're opening the neck so that you can look more easily from the left to right and right to left, what that's going to do is it's also going to open and shift your perspective. It's going to help you to see all sides of an issue so that you can make more clear decisions. It's not just about what happens in the physical body, but what happens in the body always, always reflects in the mind. Right. And as we mentioned in our last episode on when we talked about how the gallbladder meridian, the, the channel of the gallbladder has a lot to do with our ability to have clarity in our decisions. And so when there's resistance and tightness along the neck where the gallbladder meridian runs, then that's going to block our ability to perceive life with clarity. And we'll tend to have more of a wishy-washy type of disposition where we just can't make up our mind what to do and what direction to take in life. So in terms of qigong, or you could say something that you do on a daily basis that is going to be with skill, with awareness, with intention, and with movement is that exercise. So that's a form of qigong because you are freeing up your body through your breath, through your intention, and through movement to release the pathology of wind in your life. And that's really something that's so accessible. You could even do it at your desk while you're at work. Oh, very easily. Yeah. Just take a pause. If you have your kids running around, just pause for, you know, 30 seconds and do that exercise. Right. And to review the other suggestions that we've made today to help balance the yin and yang in your life, to help regulate the energy so you're not generating wind, is when you're walking, to focus on breathing from the soles of your feet up the inner part of your legs into your lower belly. And then you could also at the same time imagine breathing 
from the top crown of your head and drawing that breath down your chest into your belly. And then when you breathe out, you are letting the energy express itself or release through your spine. You can say up and down and out through all your limbs. So as you're breathing out, you are relaxing your extremities. And I just want to make a correction with what I said earlier because I use the term skipping and that's not really what I meant to say. It's really like when you're taking a jog and you want to do more like high stepping. So like you're going to be inhaling as you're drawing your knees up and you're tightening the center, your core. And then as you breathe out, you're relaxing and letting that energy explode. And you'll see you'll feel stronger and then lighter and more explosive as you're moving and you'll move a lot more freely and quickly. I think the beautiful thing about learning these movement practices, these very simple movement practices, is that they teach us to be more mindful and intentional with how we move through our lives, with everything we do. Because as you do these little short practices throughout your day, you're going to start to pay more attention to your physical body and how you're moving throughout your life. And that's what's going to make all the difference. Because I think... A lot of the reason why we accumulate this resistance and this wind is because we're not paying attention and we're just pushing through life. Yeah, awareness and intention are the key here. And most of us have very busy lives and, you know, take time to practice Qigong, you know, is for some seems a bit overwhelming. This is how you can start thinking of integrating Qigong, which is movement with awareness, with intention, with awareness of your breathing on a day to, you know, throughout the day. Yeah, and then using Qigong as a way of healing yourself throughout the day, no matter how stressful, no matter how busy, no matter what's going on in your life. This is healing. That that will heal your life because Definitely. you're 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 creating balance. Because you're being present with yourself. Absolutely. Now we want to hear from you. Visit acenterfornaturalhealing.com forward slash SOTAI, that's S-O-T-A-I, and let us know in the comments how you experienced this movement practice. Did you notice changes in your body and mind? And thank you for joining us for another episode of the Natural Healing Podcast. We look forward to having you join us next time. Bye. Hey, if you haven't already done so, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This ensures that we can share this invaluable information with more listeners just like you.